0: Welcome to Baldhead Bible Podcast, making the Bible come to life, featuring the expository story preaching of Dr. John Katzen. Baldhead Bible Podcast is committed to keeping our show free to the public. However, as with everything, there are expenses involved, so if you would like to contribute, head on over to Patreon Dot com. That's patreon.com forward slash bible And there you can become a supporting member for as low as $1 a month. While there, please check out some of the bonus material available only to our BHBP supporters. And some of that material includes Bible study guides to help you use the podcast to minister to your children, to minister in a Sunday school class, and to have some quality family devotions. Elisha saw Elijah gone in a whirlwind... And I wonder if he saw the chariot of fire and the horses of fire going off into the night sky. And Elisha realizes his mentor, his leader is gone. And so that's why he yells out, my father, my father, the chariots of Israel and its horsemen. And then it says he took his clothes and he tore them in two pieces this was a sign of great mourning to tear your clothes and it says he tore it into two pieces now does this mean he doesn't have any clothes on at this point probably not he probably had an undergarment under his robe but he's telling the world he is distressed and I wonder if he sat there till the break of day And I wonder if he sat watching the chariot go off into the sky. Wondering where his friend Elijah is in the glorious presence of God and what he's talking to God about and what he's thinking about. And I wonder if as dawn broke, he was just staring at the mantle, the the cloak of Elijah that years ago Elijah put on his back and said, follow me and Elisha left everything and followed him. And I wonder if he's just spent the night in the dark, feeling it, looking at it, realizing the responsibility that he now has Till he picks up the cloak, this mantle that Elijah had given him, and he went back. And he, remember, he's on the other side of the Jordan River, and across the Jordan River, are those 50 prophets of Yahweh the 50 prophets who came down and watched this whole thing they're across the river i wonder if they spent the night too and elisha comes down to this roaring river probably wasn't easy to cross where he's at and he picks up this mantle this cloak And he lifts it above his head. And I wonder if he stares at the school of the prophets as the 50 prophets stare at him. And they wonder what in the world is going to happen next. And he looks at the mantle in his hand and he raises it above his head. And the Bible says he slaps it into the water and he yells out, Where is Yahweh, the God of Elijah? And it says when he did that... The waters parted. Elisha did the same miracle that Elijah just did. And that would have sent a clear message to all those watching that Elisha is the new prophet of Israel. The power of God is transferred from Elijah onto Elisha. He just did the exact same miracle. And he crossed over on dry land. And then the sons of the prophets probably followed him as he gets closer and closer and closer to Jericho. And, And the sons of the prophets kept yelling, the spirit of Elijah rests on Elisha. The spirit of Elijah rests on Elisha. They saw it. They knew it. Elisha has now, you know, that double portion, he he took over, he's in charge. it says that their sons of the prophets came out of Jericho and probably the ones that were following Elisha, they all fell down and they just bowed to the ground in submission to his new authority. And some of the sons of the prophets came up to Elisha and said, hey, look, maybe God just took Elijah up in a whirlwind and, and tossed him somewhere. And maybe he's in a valley or, or maybe he's on a hill somewhere or or maybe he's over there. Or maybe he's miles away. We got to look for him. We got to look for him. Elisha. Please, please, let's go look for him. Elisha said, no, he's gone to heaven. He's with God no 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 don't go looking for him he's not here and he kept repeating it but they kept insisting until the point he was embarrassed and he's like all right all right go you go look i wonder if elisha chuckles to himself i know where he went i saw it with my own eyes he's in the presence of the lord he's in he's in the presence of yahweh I don't think they could get their feeble brains around that. And it says for three days, three days, they looked in every hill, every valley, every hen house, every outhouse. They turned it all over. They searched and they searched and they searched and they searched. 50 men searched for three days to try to find Elijah. And they came back and they go, Elisha, he's gone. And Elisha says, did I not say do not go? You got to listen to me. Again, he's establishing his power. I have the power of Yahweh upon me. I just crossed the Jordan River. I told you he's gone. And guess what? I'm proved correct again. And now he's got a third miracle or a third sign that Elisha is now the new prophet because the leaders of the city of Jericho come to Elisha. And they say, look, Jericho, this city is pleasant and it could be fruitful. But for some reason, the water that we have here is bad. It's terrible. And it it's not that it just tastes terrible. It it has no ability to grow anything. And the water is bad. And when when we try to drink it, it's disgusting. And then when it goes into the fields, it kills the plants. We don't know. Our spring used to give us beautiful water, but now the water is bad. And this land, the leaders of Jericho say, the land is unfruitful. Can you help us, Elisha? Can you help us? So Elisha says, all right, bring me a new bowl. And then I want you to put some salt in it. So they get a bowl and they put some salt, a nice little chunk of salt, and they bring the bowl full of salt to him. So then Elisha goes to the spring of water. It's bubbling out of the ground, blah, 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 blah. And he takes the salt, throws it into the headwaters there of the spring. And as he throws it into the spring, Elisha says, thus says the Lord. Now, you got to have a prophet-type voice, I think. You know, you can't just go, thus says the Lord. No. He says, thus says the Lord, I have healed this water. From now on, neither death nor miscarriage shall come from it. Maybe women had miscarriages from drinking this water, or or maybe the fruit and the land and the trees, they miscarried. They weren't fruitful. They weren't abundant. He says, this water is going to produce life again. No more death. It's going to produce life. You know, Elisha didn't have time to sit around and wait to see if the fruit trees were going to grow or if the bushes were going to grow. But from then on, the water was healed. The writer says the water has been healed to this day according to the word of Elisha. This miracle worked. Jericho was bountiful. It was beautiful again. The crops grew because Elisha performed this miracle. Well, here we have clear evidence. We've got a new prophet in town. We've got a new leader of the people. We've got a new man who now has the spirit of Elijah resting upon him. He's leaving Jericho and heading up to Bethel. It's quite a little bit of a walk, right? Well, here we get a a fourth sign that Elisha is the new leader. As he is leaving Jericho, heading up to Bethel, as he's going along the way, it says some young men, maybe 18, 19, early 20s, they weren't mature men. They show up. They're not sons of the prophets. No, these are men who are there to be a mob. To cause some problems. Some people believe that these were sons of the prophets of Baal. Or sons of the prophets of Chemosh. They don't like Elisha because he represents Yahweh. And they've heard of these amazing miracles. And he represents everything that they're against. This is a large group of men. Maybe 50, 60 these young men come out of one of those cities and they see Elisha and they hate him and they hate everything he stands for and that's why I think these were sons of prophets of another god and they look at him Elisha who is he and who is the god that he serves and then they say this this podcast's favorite verse they say to Elisha go up you bald head go up you bald head now in our podcast the bald head bible podcast bald head's a great thing I use that term all the time if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook hey God made me bald I'm okay with that but here this is different I hate to say it back in Elisha's day To be bald was an insult. It was a great honor to have lots of hair and have a big bushy beard, especially to a Jewish man. Lots of hair on your head, big bushy beard. So these young men, probably worshippers of another god, they come out of the city and they see Elisha and the god he represents and they mock him. And they say, go up, you bald head. Some translations say, go up, you baldy. They are running him down. They are mocking him 50, 60 strong. And Elisha just keeps on walking. But they keep mocking. They say, Go up, you bald head. Go up, you baldy. Who just went up? Elijah and a whirlwind of fire. And here they're saying, Why don't you go up too? Go up to your God. Get out of here, bald head. Get out of here, baldy. And when Elisha hears this, he stops. Because they're not only mocking him, they're mocking his God. And he says, enough is enough. And he turns around and it says he curses them in the name of Yahweh. And immediately... Two she-bears, two female bears, come out of the woods and attack this mob of men mocking Elisha. And it says they tear apart 42 of these young men. 42. And I think as those bears came out, <laughs> Ripping off heads, ripping off arms, ripping off legs. Going to the next one, ripping off heads, ripping off arms. Rah, and the others are just staring at, ah, they're running. Elisha's just standing there. You know, it's interesting. God uses animals to fulfill his will, to bring a curse. Remember earlier stories in First Kings, Elijah talked about, you will be killed by a lion. And here, God used two female bears. Now, why it's female bears? I just find that interesting. I don't really know why. Maybe because they're a little more aggressive. Maybe because their little cubs were nearby and they were protecting them. I don't know. But these two female bears tore apart 42 of them. When people saw that and they heard about how he crossed the Jordan River... And they heard about how he had healed that water around Jericho and now it's abundant again. And when they heard about how he was right about Elijah not being anywhere and how they couldn't find him just as Elisha said he was gone. And when they hear him bring two female bears down on these men who mock him and mock his God people understand. Elisha, he's the new prophet. He's the new man in town. You better not mess with him because he is the new representative of the one true God, Yahweh. And it says that he keeps on walking. Elisha goes to Mount Carmel. Maybe there he reflects upon how Elijah took on 400 prophets and called down fire from heaven. Maybe there Elisha renews his vows to serve the Lord. And then it says he goes to the capital city of the northern kingdom, Samaria. And there he stops. And there he stays. This is Elisha's new headquarters, his new base of operations, the capital of northern Israel, Elisha. Now has the spirit of Yahweh upon him, and he carries the mantle of Elijah. He is the new prophet. What great adventures will God send him, just like he sent Elijah? Well, come back, because we're about to hear some awesome stories. Thank you for listening to Baldhead Bible Podcast.